what's going on everybody it is friday march 6th and uh i got a little quick episode i'm gonna put out i'm in my truck but hopefully the audio sounds better than the last time i tried to record one in my truck because i'm not using the speaker in my truck as the microphone um this is just going straight into my phone um anyway at first before i get started i want to uh, give my condolences and let the, uh, everybody in the state of Tennessee know that my thoughts are with them. And uh, with given the latest tragedy happened there with the tornadoes, um, I can't imagine what that must have felt like. Uh, I've, I've been through a hundred hurricanes and been missed by some tornadoes, but as far as the devastation in that beautiful state of Tennessee, it's one of my favorite states to visit, and it's full of patriots and, and good red-blooded Americans, and my uh, my heart is with all of you in Tennessee, um, or anyone else affected by it. If you've lost any loved ones or friends or uh, in that state, uh, my, my heart's with you as well. Uh, anyway, okay, so the... Nuts and bolts of this podcast will be to talk to you guys about the Pactolis Precision Shooting Range. Uh, that is uh, one of my best friends and shooting partners, Jeff Tripp. He owns a, I think it's 120 some odd, 123 acre farm in Pactolis, North Carolina, which is really almost it's not even a suburb it's just a, a community right outside of greenville where i currently live um and it's a 10 12 minute drive from anywhere on that side of town of greenville so hotels are definitely accessible and our hotels aren't expensive so uh but what the range at least is going to be at first uh, we've been shooting out there he's had a lane cut through there with targets from 200 to a thousand for quite some time and we go out there and shoot all the time mostly for validation or load development or whatever um and you know he wanted to extend that privilege to shooters in our community and anyone willing to travel here so Jeff is investing a good sum of money into getting that property into a legitimate shooting range. Um, we've got mulch machines out there working and in the past week and a half, they've done tremendous amounts of work cutting lanes. Um, the, the range is going to it's going to morph it's going to once it takes form it will then evolve into something uh even bigger and better and uh as time goes on this is not jeff's livelihood jeff is uh he's in real estate um and that's so he he's not doing this and investing this money to make money um and uh, with that being said, the, if given that, it, it may not be as polished as, say, an awesome range like Frontline Defense because that's Paul's, that's Paul's uh, livelihood and he does a good job at it. And um, you know, we will always continue to support Paul uh, and Frontline Defense 
Uh, we're going to be shooting every match we can at at frontline defense because we love it. Um, Paul puts on a great match. Um, it, you know, the K and M's, the Altus, you know, all of these, you know, these are are people's livelihood for the most part. And this is not this. Jeff is spending this money for the development of this property for just the ability to train just like you play right so there's all but so much you can do with one target and a barricade right which is more than than nothing um but you know there's really not a a place to where you can go shoot a full course of fire that's something that you may see at any match across the country and pay very little to do so um you and then once we're all right so the plan is the plan is when we get started there's going to be at least one to two stages with a long as a long range stage so 800 to a thousand yards there will be there but then everything in at the first stage of its metamorphosis if you will um, the majority of the other lanes and targets will be from that 650 mark and in where there'll be heavy positional um, small targets not a lot of berms so you know you being able to correct off of the splash that you see um, it may not be uh, we may not have that so you better get your wind call and in, in, in your dope right the first time uh, which will then add to the difficulty of it but it'll be at first it's gonna be I believe like an invite only people that we know in the surrounding area that um, that would love to do this to do a $25 $30 $40 match um, no prize table. It's it's squad ROs, um, you know. And our our goal at first is to do these things as really as train ups, um, as far as you being able to shoot different props at different distances at different targets, and take that experience and what you learn from yourself or maybe even the more experienced shooters in your squad, um, and then be able to apply that to a match that really matters kind of like if you're you know even paul's and uh, and uh, and josh bandy's um the the series the ambush um absolute zero sniper series it's we all want to shoot it as well as we do a two-day so we take those matches even though they're one days we take those matches just as seriously because they're so well put on there's they're they're worth every dollar you spend to shoot them and then, you know, the finale at the end of the year, the finale uh, prize table has been great. And uh, so we're trying to fill in a, a gap between, you know, you shooting in your backyard or dry firing and shooting a one day series where it's not the, you know, hey, go try some, you know, silly caliber out and see how you like it or you want to run a gas gun or you don't get 223 training you know these matches that like the um absolute zero matches we're wanting to do as well in those as two days so i'm less inclined to go shoot my 223 bolt rifle 
in that match because, well, I want to stay competitive in that match, and I will forever shoot those matches. Everyone that I would have gone to, regardless of this, I'm still going to because we love shooting out there. Our membership that we pay at Frontline Defense as members just to go on the weekends or during the week, <coughs> excuse me, to shoot and train there, we're still going to do it because we enjoy shooting there so much. It's such an amazing facility. Um, so, but we were trying to fill in that gap that some people have done uh, in other various parts of the country. And, you know, you pay your $25. What we're thinking the first few things are going to be like is you pay. There's there's no sign-up uh, prior to. It's, you know, the people that are invited. Um, and then uh, you come. We squad up in the morning. So if there's two or three squads of eight to ten people, depending on how many show up, um, it's going to be $25, $30 to put in a pipe just for helping keep up the range and paying for steel and everything. And, uh, you know, you go, everybody's got glass, so everyone's calling hits. But we're also going to call corrections because that's what this is, is a training format match. Um, and that way you can say, oh, okay, I'm, you know, I, I called for you know, half a mil of wind, I should have called for, you know, 0.7. And then you go and correct from there. And, um, and, and then also, we are thinking about doing a, a little side pot thing to where if you've got maybe six or seven or eight guys that are, you know, more accomplished shooters that want to throw down on it, you can put, you know, however much money into a pot. And then those shooters in particular they don't get I mean, they're going to be designated everyone's going to know who they are they don't get the uh corrections call because you don't want help when there's money on the line so at the end everybody's keeping up with everybody's score um you know at the end of the day whoever won that match quote unquote you know can take some money home you know that's that's fun because that's gonna uh be the beginnings of something that I've wanted to do for a couple years now um, and we'll get into more something along those lines in another episode um, but that's going to be the beginnings of it and it was before the AG Cup was ever even heard of uh, when I had the ideas that I have now that we may implement in the future but it's going to be that training environment to where the goal of that day of shooting will be to walk away a better shooter not to place well but to become better right and i think a way to do that is to have a legit course of fire set up and then you run that while getting your help and corrections to then succeed and know what that feels like to then clean a stage or to get a nine on a stage that maybe you've never done before and you saw what you did and you know applied the correct correction and walked away a better shooter and then after the the course of fire is all said and done throughout uh, at the end of the day if in uh, especially in the summertime when daylight you know is daylight longer with daylight savings if you know you remember on stage three you ate a bucket of dicks then you go back to stage three and go just dump round after round on that if you want to right if it's a, a tank trap that you like tank traps are your kryptonite after you're done let's say you got a four on that or a two 
you can go back to that tank trap and go put five six mags over top of that thing and then leave that afternoon with some quality reps on a tank trap because let's face it tank traps are tank traps yeah you can kind of run them in different ways and lengths and, and, and stuff and heights but the idea of a tank trap is the same the same as with a prs skill stage barricade if you want to be able to if you don't have access to to one to under live fire and you want to say increase your speed of which you complete that with good shots broke on that uh, barricade uh, instead of just boom 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 missing really fast you can then go and have yourself a two away target 400 yards prs skill stage barricade and go put five mags over top of it and shoot it that is the goal this is going to be more like a shooter's training center um and it may be in the in the future be able to to hold matches as well um i believe there's enough room um in the southeast for uh you know more venues especially since um the one out there in uh by rockingham uh coleman creek they ju they just had to cancel their match last week or this week because the owner decided that the time was better spent with training military units there instead of the civilian match um market if you'd say so that just one that was getting cranked up it really never got started got crushed so and that's sad because i know jeff and cl were signed up really excited about that match um and then you know we got the news this week that it's not happening um but the the range is is already taking shape and it's amazing what has gotten done in the past week and then here we just had two fucking days full of rain to hinder any more progress this week and so we've got to wait till it dries out before we can get the excavators back there and and digging burn digging for berms and and moving dirt around and all that stuff you know we'll be me and cl will be uh kind of taking lead on building the um the real infrastructure of the range any kind of platforms or or props to to do we've got spools um tires uh you know stuff like that already barrels we've got but it will be you know continuously adding to we've got a lot of steel we're still gonna need to buy some more steel but uh we've got a lot of steel to start working with and um you know we're thinking in that end of may to end of july time frame we'll be able to have our first little gathering out there um and you know we haven't gotten all the logistics figured out yet but that that won't be too hard to do considering what we're doing you know we're not orchestrating some huge national level you know match or anything off the bat that's not what we want to do and so and we're i think we're trying to fill a, a niche market not even to profit off of but to give us something to to train with as well but then be able to share that with the rest of the shooting community in the southeast or you know north carolina virginia south carolina tennessee in particular um uh but you know we're if you wanted to come from massachusetts you're more than welcome to um but you know it's we're we're, we're hoping for the first gathering would be that 20 to 35 people mark when we've got a list of names of people who we already know that we're going to want to invite in and 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 be able to take advantage of that opportunity and you know it's something that we could do once a month 
you know, I mean, it's uh, 30 bucks investment in the match fee, and then, or if that's what you want to call it, the match fee, um, and then, uh, you know, your hotel, if you know someone in this area to crash on their couch or a, bed, a spare bed. All right, I don't know if that just, I guess it is still running. Um, all right, I think I picked up. All right, so we had a little bit of an interruption there. Let me go ahead and turn my phone on to airplane mode to prevent that from happening again. Um, all right, we should be good. So as I'm talking to you guys, Jeff actually called me, and I was like, dude, you just fucked me. You just fucked me. He's like, what's going on? I said, dude, I was 17 minutes into a recording about your fucking range. And he's like, oh, shit, my bad. And I didn't know. I'm recording this on my phone, so I didn't know if I could uh, continue this recording because I've never had to stop one. I've never had to do that. I'm figuring all this shit out as we're going along with it. But anyway, I'm not even sure where I was. But um, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember where we were. Okay, all right. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know the hotels are cheap. You got thirty bucks, twenty-five, thirty bucks, forty bucks in your match fee or or training fee, if that's what you want to call it. And then you can you know either bunk up with somebody you know in the area. I've already had a few guys talk to a few guys like, hey, look, I've got a spare bedroom. Uh, Y'all come on and. Uh, We'll, we'll make it happen. I got air blow up mattress. I got a king size bed. Uh, everything ready to go. Uh, we'll make it happen. Um, you know that you can find a place to stay cheap here, and then you go and basically shoot a match that you learn from and retain knowledge from because you can then go back and I guess fix what you messed up, right? And I think there's there's something very valuable to that. When I, I know, I can think of right off the top of my head of at least 10 stages, that a whole match worth of stages that I have shot over the past three years that I wish to God I could have just eaten shit on it like I did and then go back and shoot it again that day and see what I'd got because I knew exactly what I needed to do to make, uh, you know, to actually do well on it. And um, I, I would love that opportunity. Well, you're going to have this opportunity because that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, the times that I shoot uh, these training matches, I'm almost positive I'm going to solely shoot my 223 bolt gun. Um, it is my uh, John Hancock rifle with an M24 Rock Creek uh, 223 barrel in a foundation with, of course, my Vortex Gen 2 Razor on it um, and a trigger tech special trigger and i love that rifle that that barrel is a freaking hammer um but that's what i'll with the suppressor so that's what i'll be shooting in these type matches stuff like that. and see i've like, thought about shooting the guardian or you know these these absolute zero matches i'm like no no i want to do well in them i don't want to handicap myself by shooting 223 maybe i don't have the balls to do it Maybe I just don't have the confidence in my wind call abilities with 223 because I haven't shot it enough at distance. But maybe that's it. I don't know. But this is a perfect opportunity to shoot a 223 or like a short barrel 308. I mean, I could screw on my 20 inch 308 barrel on my AI and go and shoot that. You know, 
and um, and this probably between those two rifles and calibers, that's what I'll be shooting in these matches. Very rarely will I shoot my Dasher or my 25BR. Uh, six creed more any of that i'm gonna save all of that for actual matches that matter um barrel life ammo all that's powder all that stuff because i mean fuck varget is impossible to find i mean i've got like five pounds of varget to give or take uh so i'm good and then i've got an eight pounder of 48.95 but jesus christ it feels so much better if i could just go buy an eight pounder of varget and be done with it i'm looking into like a four, uh, h4350 load for dasher um, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at doing something like that because um, I've been seeing some people doing that and having good success with it. And I'm like, well, shit, I got tons of 4350. Um, you know, so anyway, those that type of scenario and match is perfect for doing stuff like that. And uh, it's, you know, like I mentioned, I want it to grow. We want it to grow into something to where we've got eight eight stages that are you know 750 800 900 yards and further um that's really cool there's not many in the southeast not many matches in the southeast to where you can have possible four or five stages out to a thousand yards right and you know that kind of um makes things we don't have a lot of wind here um very rarely am I holding too far off the plate and you know we've shot a lot out there so we kind of know the wind pretty well or the lack thereof but when you add you know four or five stages to a thousand nine hundred to a thousand yards depending on the size target that could still be tricky that would be I think really fun to have uh, maybe one month we do a normal a couple long range stages and then rest of it's like 650 and in positional uh stages that make you think um really unstable position positions and and then the very next month like we're going to change it up completely to where you've got you know five stages past or at at a thousand i mean i think that would be really super and you you kind of get the best of both of those kind of match worlds you know at the same place um and you got an awesome environment too so it's zero pressure no one cares no one's keeping up with your score except you nobody cares how you would do at that match and really, in in retrospect, at any match, no one else cares how you do. What they care about is how they do, right? And but even more so, get less. You have less pressure coming to a match like we're doing these training matches, to where you can all the butterflies are gone. There's no but. There's no need for butterflies uh, because there's nothing. You have nothing to gain or lose other than gaining knowledge. And, and experience and tools to okay well I know if I have you know barrels in front of me I know exactly now I know exactly where my bipod needs to be I mean a 55 gallon drum is a 55 gallon drum they're basically all the, the big plastic ones they're basically all the same so it's not like there's there are one-offs or anything they're all gonna be about the same anywhere you go they're all standard right 
So you'll know, bam, I need to have my bipod here and at this high, as long as the targets are pretty much level with my shooting position. Um, you, you can take that, write it all down in your, in your, your own notebook that, and I would suggest bringing a notebook, um, to write down these notes. Cause that's, after all, that's what these matches are intended to do is to train you what good is training if you don't have anything to then recollect back on and and review um of what you picked up what you learned what worked what didn't work what you need to work on all these things are can be easily written down and then you can just forever just go back and look at that um and and excel and, and grow yourself and that's that's what we're wanting to do so uh, it's coming along really good. Um, I can't wait till this thing is finished, like I said, in its first stage of where it will end up being. Because um, it's going to look even more different in a year. Maybe next year we'll do this, and then the next year we'll do that. You know, the the pocketbook is not unlimited, but there's a whole lot of money being spent. Jeff is you know, spending a lot of his own hard-earned money into something for it the beginnings of it was just for the three of us to train on to get better and then the idea of well let's kind of share this and and have fun with it and it to what it is now so he's not going to go spend a hundred thousand dollars on on building this thing because he's not making money off of this is not a livelihood for him this is a hobby and something fun and uh, uh, the price the price he's paying to do these to do this build on this range is really is a, a price of enjoyment you know just like if you went and bought a, 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 a older car that you wanted to go and build a motor in drop a motor into to go running at track days at your drag strip if you sold that car you're not getting the money back that you spent in it you never do you know someone always ends up getting a deal if they buy it right well, the the money you lost, the money you spent, is the price of enjoyment of what you were doing, of of enjoying that car, enjoying racing it, um, and, and and the joy of building it, all that stuff. Um, you know, we, all of us down here, we've all at one time built some type of you know fast sports car or something like that. And believe me, I wish I had a nickel for every dollar I spent back right now, and I don't have shit. My wife. Is wearing my old Trans Am on her hand right now. Uh, <laughs> I had a '99 Trans Am uh, and uh, did put a lot of money into it. Not nothing crazy, but a lot. It was a pretty quick car, um, and sold it to get married. You know that paid for my wife's wedding ring or engagement ring. But that money on that car or my old '92 uh, Fox Body Coupe Mustang that I had was uh, the money spent was for price of enjoyment for me to have that car and to enjoy driving it you know things like that racing motorcycles man i spent some money in motorcycles i lost a lot of money in motorcycles and all that money i can't be too mad because i enjoyed the hell out of them as when i was riding them you know so it's the same thing what jeff is doing with this this is the price of enjoyment He's, this is not an investment because he's not making shit on this. Um, if he he feels as though if he breaks even, if he breaks even with the what he has spent on it, not even for the price of the property, 
you know, he's owned the property for a few years now, but the, what we're doing right now and what we're going to be doing in the future, if over an X amount of year period, he ends up breaking even, he feels like he won, right? He feels like mission accomplished. We got a really kick ass, even if no one comes out here and shoot, the three of us have got somewhere to come out and shoot the weekend before a big match or, you know, when one of Paul's uh, PRS two days or the guardian or, um, you know, his, uh, absolute zero, uh, regional match, or like we're going to war, uh, at peacemaker at the end of the month, you know, these, these are opportunities. This will be an opportunity for us to then go and sharpen our skills to get in that habit, get in that groove of running said type scenario, stage, prop, whatever. Um, that's a way to get really good reps with a new rifle. If you go and you build a brand new rifle and you go shoot a match with it other than just doing load development or zero in it, you know, you're not going to feel very comfortable and confident in the setup until you get some time behind it. Well, this match is a perfect scenario to be able to go throw rounds that are put into practice like you will in your first match with that rifle to where at that first match it feels old shoe right it feels like an old shoe that fits and you know it you're knowing with adjusting it you know this is a perfect scenario for something like that um we're really excited we cannot wait that is uh you can go follow jeff uh well he's got a, a facebook page for it it's a uh, pactolus P-A-C-T-O-L-U-S Pactolus Precision Shooting Range I believe that's what the Facebook page is um, It is uh, He's got some videos Some drone footage um, and, and you can get take a look At kind of what we're dealing with it's, I mean it's a swampy Parts of it is swampy uh, Towards like the middle of the range Like the distance between the firing position And the tar like the furthest target's about midway in It gets kind of swampy right there But it's thick wooded area that we're having Just bulldozed to the ground you know, Carving out lanes here and there uh, Different directions and, and all that stuff So it's not really a square range To where every You know Every firing position is shooting the same direction no there's gonna be come coming off the side you know so if you've got a full value wind on this stage you're gonna have like a um maybe a, a a half value or maybe a three-quarter value on the very next stage and then the, the 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 next stage you may have less you know a quarter value no value because it's a tailwind now instead of a you know three o'clock wind um and it's it's going to be great you guys are going to love it and uh, anytime there's any kind of news or anything you can find out, Jeff will be posting it on the Facebook page. Uh, and also, I will be giving you updates here if you are listening to me. And, uh, you know, that way, if you're in the southeast or, or whatever and you want to do something like that, or if you just if you live anywhere and you want to travel here to be kind of a part of what we got going on, and um, you know, whatever, we'll take you know. It don't matter where you're from. Um, it's all in what you're wanting to do to get here. And uh, I, I think it's going to be something great, something that is going to be a vital tool for the shooters here in this area to be able to sharpen their skills in, a, in an environment of where it doesn't matter if you eat shit or not. 
Um, and then hopefully by the time you leave in the day, you're not eating shit as much, right? So that, that's all we can, that's all we can hope for is that you're not eating as much shit, right? Um, I got another episode that, uh, this is kind of a last minute type thing. I just thought about it in my truck, uh, about dropping the episode on this. And, uh, I've got another episode I'm going to be doing here pretty soon on, on gear, not just gear that I, this was actually CL's idea. This isn't just gear that I have, but gear that I have, in, I've had in the past and, uh, gear that I've fiddle fucked with and uh you know if uh, maybe like a buyer's guide to someone looking to build their first prs rifle or if they're bumping up from that ruger rpr or whatever or their your remington 700 where's the next step up um all the way to axe international or full-on you know high-end custom builds um, you know, we'll talk some scope stuff, some barrel stuff, and uh, and definitely actions. Uh, I'm an action junkie. I, I love playing with different actions, how they feel, how they run, their bolt lift, how fast you can cycle them, how smooth they are when you run it smooth, sm- slow and smooth to help keep your reticle on target. Uh, you know, in between shots, um, chassis, all of it. I've had I've had a lot of different ones, and if I haven't had them. I either know someone who has them and I've had experience with them or, you know, anything like that. We'll go over just gear for the gear nut, right? We're all gear nuts. Um, it's not the most important thing in shooting. No time behind the gear and, and rounds down range and is, is the most, and training is your most important thing way over gear. I can go give Matt Brousseau a fucking stock Remington 700 SPS and 308 and he's gonna kick my dick in with my AI that's just how good he is right well my gear did not help me beat him because it's not gear it's training it's time behind the rifle it's experience and in knowledge and that's that's what's going to get you your hits not the equipment but we also just love equipment right we're all gear there's nothing wrong with being a gear nut but just don't don't think that you can just go buy a hit you know or or, or oh I'm, I'm gonna go from you know, a hundredth down to the fortieth because I got a new rifle. Well, I doubt it. I doubt it. If you're in hundredth, and you're not gonna probably be in, in anywhere in the top forty or thirty just because you got any new rifle. It's not the case. It's training. It's time behind the rifle. It's seeing bullets downrange, how a wind affects them, calling wind, getting stable on shots. That's where the name of the game to success in this in this game is. So we'll we'll talk more in depth about it on the next episode. I'm gonna save some for that. Um, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, I don't remember the last time I dropped one. It might have been yeah month yeah it was Monday. So you get a two for this week. And uh, if y'all have any questions about the Pactolus precision shooting range, uh, hit me up on Instagram. Leave a comment in the Podbean app. I'd really appreciate that. Um, share it with your friends. If y'all are on Facebook, um, go find me over there. Um, and then I've, I've got a post that I've just shared a couple times. Do me a favor and share it and let, and you know, let your friends know about it. Let's get some, uh, let's get some more listeners. Um, and that way we'll keep this thing rolling and, and I'll, you know, be, the more, the more listeners I, I get, the more content that I'm going to be putting out. So if it gets to the point where I'm getting a whole bunch of downloads and a whole bunch of followers, I may start doing two a week, every week. Um, but if it slows down to where it's like, I'm barely getting any type of, 
um, feedback or any any really downloads when it kind of loses incentive for me to spend you know three hours a week doing a podcast but um yeah i I love doing it enjoy it um i enjoy the feedback i have been getting i've been i've been getting a ton of love guys and i really appreciate it. it this took off completely different than i um that i uh anticipated it being I had, I had no idea that people were going to give me the type of feedback that I got and the love that I've gotten so far, and I really appreciate it. And I hope you know it, it continues on, and, and you guys enjoy what I'm what I'm putting out there. So um, let me know what's going on, what y'all liking, and uh, and we'll keep this thing rolling, guys. I appreciate y'all, and peace out. Let me stop this fucking recording.